I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking bitch and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Greg, and Andy, Jimmy, and JC. Yeah, I got some other issues now. I fucking need some help from Wonger. Oh, okay. Wonger. The, uh, the, the Wonger bat sign's gone up from Craig's apartment into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> what, is the, what is the Wonger bat sign? What would it be? A big cock? <laughs> 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 no? What, what would it be? You, you were just before we came on today, you're just talking about glory holes out of no reason. So it's, it's, it's got to be dirty, whatever it is. Is it a glory hole? Is that the bat sign? Is it a glory hole? Motif? What would I answer to? Um, a piece of fried chicken, if that went up in the air? <laughs> then maybe that, that would work. That yeah. would work. Yeah. Um, but Craig only uses me for my, like, we're friends, but I know we wouldn't be as good of friends as we would be if it ha- wouldn't be for my tech. Uh, savvy, my <laughs> I go over and figure out his uh, all his tech issues. So I, I realize that's where I'm, that's where our friendship is. It's it's fully transactional. It's definitely one way, right? Yeah, yeah. Craig's using you for your expertise. That's right. Although he Craig does for you, uh, he rolls joints that I hate rolling, or he buys <laughs> he buys uh, pre rolls. He's pretty good for that. Oh, it sounds like a good relationship. Yeah, it yeah. is not bad. Nice. Fully transactional. Give and take, Timmy. A little give and take. <laughs> How's the uh, the uh, the plumbing there, Wonger? You good? Uh, you know what? I ate another salad last night. I'm having issues. What I've realized, I'm having issues with uh, hard greens or greens. Um, not just hard greens, just greens in general? Well... Last night I had another salad and I just wanted to eat a salad and I got cramping and all that kind of stuff again. And it, yeah, That's that, weird. It, yeah, and the, I, my stomach's effed up. So I didn't eat after five o'clock last night. Maybe hopefully things have settled down. Uh, I'm not going to the washroom like I was, so I'm feeling better. Well, but it was, it was surprising. It was surprising. You look good. Oh, thank you. That's good. You, it's you me in my bedroom. The... It's me in my bedroom instead of Craig. Do you yeah. go to the grocery store like at the end of the day when the, the salad's all wilting <laughs> and a little bit slimy and then buy it because it's cheap? Because that could be your issue. You need That's fresh salad. Right. Right. Well, this was a takeout salad, and you never know where a takeout salad's been. Right. So. Yeah, right. It could be mixed in uh, Papua New Guinea or somewhere, right? You never know. Sure. Okay. Um, 
Hey, FA Cup weekend. That was fun, wasn't it? Good game. Good match. A lot going on in that match, including a goal within 13 seconds. Like, if you're... Put me in the minds of United and Eric Ten Hag, right? I'm assuming that before the match, all you're saying to your players is, you know, yeah, yeah, but but be ready. Start on the front foot. You know, be aware. And then when you can see 13 seconds in, it must just deflate everyone, surely. For sure it does. And you know what Eric Ten Hag says as soon as that goes in. Oh, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's de- for sure it's deflating of your player as well. When you can see that early, especially against Man City, you're just going, oh, come on. Here we go. Now we got an uphill battle. That's the last team in the world that you want to concede that early against. But at the same what was time, the earliest goal? And it's to get it right again. You know, um, things happen. It was a great finish. Really, really well taken. I think it only hit the ground. The keeper plays it up, and I think it only hit the ground once. One bounce and bang. So, <clears throat> and then Casimir, you can see him going, okay, tranquilo, everybody, tranquilo. Don't panic. Don't panic. Lots of time. And all, so, all the English players are going, you, you say what? Yeah, you say what? what? No, we're in trouble. What? <laughs> 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 what was the earliest goal you conceded, Craig? Do you remember? I don't, but I'm sure it was early. <laughs> <laughs> Not 13 seconds early, though. That's for sure. No, I don't think so. Were you, no. Jimmy? You remember any uh, any game where you like look back and ask, for Christ's sakes? No, not that early. A couple minutes in, probably, yeah. But not that early. You see, yeah, it was a great goal, right? You see, just about every scenario when you play hundreds of games, you just <laughs> you've seen yeah. it all. Beautiful strike, though, outside of the boot, on the volley. I mean, I don't know if there's a nicer goal to score than that. It must, not that I've ever done it, but I imagine it feels incredible to score from there, the outside of your boot. Oh, something special about that. Great technique. And, and, you know, his second volley, too, was kind of a counter opposite. It was like, oh, uh, yeah, what a scuff that was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I would have taken one of those scuffs, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What do you make of the Casemiro challenge uh, soon after in that first half? I mean, he didn't even get a card. In fact, in fact, the card went the other, the free kick went the other way. It went in United's favour when he went down the shin of um, Ikanji, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was kind of strange because yeah, the foul went the other way. Commentators were talking about it, but nothing was really nothing was done about it. No. The referee had a freaking nightmare, I thought, in, in general. I mean, the, the handball for Grealish for the penalty. Again, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I yeah, mean okay, it is right because the law is the law and we can debate the law, but I guess the law is it is a penalty. But what the hell is Jack Grealish supposed to do? No, there's nothing that he can do there. Like, he, he's jumping, going for the ball. And it's not like you jump with your hands beside you. Like, you have to put your arms out to elevate things so that you can get up. And his eyes are on the ball the whole time. It just goes over his head. And he... then, obviously, he's the other player's headed the ball and it's hit his hand. But there's nothing that you can do. Nothing. Because he had no idea. It's a tough one. It is a really tough one. 
because you know they're oh yeah, his hands in an unnatural position. What what? He's in an unnatural position in the first place because he's trying to get his head on it, and then he lands and awkwardly landing, and his hands up and it hits his hand. Knows absolutely zero about it, but if that's what uh, you know, if that's what they want, but I'm not sure anybody really knows what the handball rule really is anyway. Well, I mean, as, as far as being unnatural, had he jumped in the air with his arms behind his back, that's more unnatural than, than jumping with your arms in the air because that's what you need to do to jump. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Basically, I mean, I'm, I'm glad it didn't dictate the result, that, in the end. Yeah. Because that was just crap. Yeah, it was. Ball was going nowhere. Like it, there wasn't anybody in a dangerous position there to score or anything. Yeah, it's a, it's a very harsh one. They're going to have to uh, this off season have another look at that that law. They're going to have to, and, and you, it's going to have to come back to a little bit of subjectivity with the referee. I think um, discretion it just has to right. You can you can definitely look at it on the monitor again. That's fine. I'm fine with that. But the referee has to in the end think okay, what is reasonable here. Because when you see it in, in like any replay, you see it in slow motion, it looks more blatant, right? You watch it, they should show it at real time, real pace, because that's the, the truth, right? Yeah. yeah. He has no time to react there whatsoever. No, none. It's so silly. I mean, you're right. The ref should have looked at it and went, no, that's, yeah, the ball's hit his hand, but it's not, not intentional. Would anyone Declared... have complained? What's that? No one would have complained, right? And, no. and he said, yeah, no, not, not given that. I don't think anyone would have complained. Well, a few people would have. <laughs> there, there may have been some United <laughs> fans, perhaps. <laughs> Still, City, they take it. That's two down. I love hearing Haaland post-match just screaming to his, to his boys there, one more, one more. I mean, the, the confidence they must get from that. Wow. Uh, they're, they're odds on to win this thing. I mean, I'll, I'll pull up the odds here and, and we'll find out. Just While you're doing that, right can now. I make a comment? Is this Please Holland, is, is he going to, this is going to be the best season ever. Like his career is downhill from the rest of his life, right? That's <laughs> all I'm thinking about. This guy is living too big, too large, walking around Man City, light blue pajamas with his girlfriend. This is like next year, he's going to be a dumpster fire. There is going to be like the mirror is going to be all over him, taking pictures. He's going to have some full on, you know, sex tryst. <laughs> It'll be all over the place. Yeah, he'll be a target there. now. What else he, is there for him to do? He's gone. Yeah, in there. he can retire. Got the goals. Who's going to win the Champions League next week? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He still has to, but once that happens, this is it. He's well, it's international, right? Isn't it? It's, it's Norway. That's the next step, right? So after this wow, season, he's done everything he can. Uh, but there's the challenge, though, right? That will drive him forward. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Euros, Euros are starting, right? Qualifying? Mm -hmm. yep. so, yeah. It started. Yeah. Yep. They'll make the World Cup because of the 48 teams, I would imagine. But in all fairness to Holland and Norway, because it comes from a country that will never win the World Cup. This Sorry, season, he, he could he could mic drop though. He could literally just mic drop now. Yeah. Walk out. I'm done. Yeah. But you look at Norway. Listen, Norway's a good team, right? Martin Odegaard's Norwegian, right? They got two superstars. 
yeah. superstars, young superstars, right? This could be the beginning of a golden generation for Norway. So yeah. they could be winning the World Cup. Yeah. You, who knows? Who knows? But I, I, I doubt that. But <laughs> Yeah. But still, well, he could no, be a rhythm Norway, enforcer, right? Norway, he could be getting minutes. Norway's next match is actually against Scotland. It's funny because I, was, I talked with, uh, with John Carver the other, yesterday, and he was actually saying that they're hoping that, that Holland picks up a little niggle in his Champions League game. <laughs> I bet they are. And Jimmy, JC, he's, uh, he's, he's assistant coach now, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. manager of Scotland. And he was whom to you? I, I'm sorry, I wasn't familiar with John Carver when you, we were on the dark web. So he was, uh, he was a head coach at TFC. Oh. So I worked, worked under him. Great guy. Unbelievable guy. Was also with Newcastle for so many years. Real Geordie, isn't he? I always yeah, had so much real. time for him. He always had. A, yeah. He was always a good interview. Had a lot of passion. Yeah. Too much passion, I think, maybe. Yeah. Great, Great guy. guy. Really, really good guy. I think he struggled a little bit, Jimmy, being the number one, just uh, from a point where, you know, taking the heat as the number one, uh, as opposed to assistant, because an assistant, no problem at all. Like his actual knowledge and coaching is really brilliant. Chris Cummings, as well as assistant, also very, very good coach. But that pressure of being the number one and being under pressure was uh, was intense for John. I thought he found it very difficult. Yeah, he he was great on the pitch though, like training and yeah. unbelievable. Really, what an understanding of the game. He was so mm -hmm. good. I remember him telling me, he was like, I can't believe I got to tell some of these so-called professionals, like where to go, where to run, what to do." Like the level of coaching, he was surprised by that uh, the players' uh, knowledge, some of them, of what to do was a long way behind at that time. Were you talking about Jimmy or someone else? No. <laughs> no. No. No, it was, it was it. difficult. And a lot of coaches said that as well, you know, especially for the, the young Canadian guys that were coming through. They just haven't really been taught and told, you know, the tactic side, tactical side of the game. You know, they're, they're getting taught, okay, here's how you control it and play and pass and move. And, but just the tactics, they just didn't really have an understanding. You still see that today with a lot of, a lot of the young players that are coming through just tactically don't mm -hmm. really understand the game until they get in the hands of somebody that, that can teach them it. Yeah, spotting, I, I, you know, spotting what's happening, you know, in advance and reading the game is uh, something that a lot of uh, young foreign players have above ours i interviewed him the day that bobby robson died and uh he knew him so well right from these newcastle days yeah and he was so uh, emotional it was, it was a really it was a tough interview but a great interview as well because he just spoke so beautifully about sir bobby robson and what he meant to that club and just as a dude and uh yeah so we yeah we should try and i know we we're talking before jimmy try and get john carver on the show at some point he'd be great yeah really good interview that strong Geordie accent. You need a translator. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so City are going to take on Inter Milan on Saturday in the Champions League final. Could it be the treble? Um, if they get the treble, for you, for you, in your opinion, listen, you can always compare generations and yada, yada. It's really easy to say, oh, the best ever. We're in this, this era of you must be the best ever. He must be GOAT or, or nothing, right? But where would you put this City team? If they win the treble, are they the greatest English team of the modern era? I'm talking about the Invincibles of Arsenal. I'm talking about 
some of Fergie's teams, the treble winners in 1999. Um, Chelsea under Mourinho was was incredible as well. Would you put them mm-hmm. at the pinnacle? Well, they're up there. But yeah, what you remember and what you see recently, that recent val- uh, bias. But one thing is for sure. I mean, there's I, it, no question for me that this is the best team in Europe. They've dominated. And to dominate and to win the Premier League and win the Champions League if they do it, and the FA Cup of Treble is really, really special. Really difficult, really difficult to do. And they've got one more hurdle to go over, but for me, they're the best team, no question. Yeah, I agree. I think they, they are the best. You know, I think about Declan Rice. Declan Rice is from West Ham. Is, there's a lot of talk about him going to Bayern Munich, and I thought, you know, that would be a good move for him because – Good chance, you know, when they won 11 in a row, you're going to win 12 in a row. So you're going to win a league title as opposed to, you know, if you go into Premier League to any of the top seven spending clubs, it's a dogfight. It's the toughest league in the world to win. Go to buy, go to Germany, cruise to a, a title. You have a chance in the Champions League. You're going to stumble into the quarterfinals at least. So I think that'd be a good move from, from, a, from a trophy standpoint and from pressure standpoint. It's got to be a lot easier. Is that enough for a player, though? Does he want more of a challenge, do you think? Um, Arsenal are the main rivals, it seems, for Declan Rice from Bayern Munich. Arsenal, a young team. It came close this year, but you are in this this city era. Are you better off going to, to Arsenal or Bayern Munich, Jimmy? I I think I agree with, with Greg. You go, to, you go to Bayern Munich, you're going to win. You're going to win. A, you've got a great chance of winning the league. You'll win the cup. And then you got you're you're in Champions League, and you should be pushing to win a Champions League. Whereas if you do go to an Arsenal, is Arsenal going to win the Premier League next year? No, I don't. I can't see it happening because I don't think they're going to have enough quality to to push on next season and win it. Because I think they're they're going to have to compete with everybody else. And in this off season, I think you're going to see a lot of lot of teams building a, a very very strong competitive squad. And it is. It's it's such a hard league to win. Now, if you went to Man City, if Man City was interested and you can go there, yeah, absolutely go. But other than that... Yeah, but okay, so you're looking at Arsenal as if... You guys are Arsenal and it's it's this year's Arsenal, but it's not. It's Arsenal with Declan Rice. Yeah. That's much better, right? Declan Rice or Granit Xhaka? That's a tough one, right? Mm, (laughs) Declan Rice, clearly, it's a much better team. Sure, Arsenal's going to be a little bit better as well, but... Don't forget, like Man United's going to bring in players. Newcastle's going to change change their squad as well. Liverpool's going to build. You know, it's Premier League next season is going to be unbelievable. And let me ask you guys something. When you are going through this, all three of you, when you're going through this Champions League, are you cheering for, first of all, are you cheering? And if you're cheering, do you cheer for the league that you're most proud of? Or is it, I hate that team in my league. I won't cheer for them ever again. You know, because I, I mean, with my limited athletic prowess, <laughs> I there was a level of me that wanted to see our conference. So our league would have been, you know, the Quebec Ontario League back in the day. I wanted to see Quebec win or that, you know, that eastern part of Ontario win. So do you guys feel the same way? Do you want to see a Prem team like, is there bragging rights for all of this stuff to say, oh, like La Liga is better than this or Serie A is better? Do people get into this? And do you cheer for the Prem then? 
Yeah, a little bit. I think, yeah, normally I would say that, yes. I've got to a point now where I, I don't like the domination. I mean, the, the Premier League is the Super League, so can't get away from that. That You know, they've got way more money than anybody else to spend. Um, that's just fact. I mean, anybody that goes to the Premier League is going to make a ton of money. It's, you know, they, they've got the financial uh, muscle and power to be able to buy just about anybody they can. Um, but yeah, the domination is a little bit too much uh, overall. I think anybody uh, in the football world will agree that the Premier League at this moment is as strong as no matter what. Doesn't mean that other teams can't win, of course. And there's a few. So, who are you cheering for, though? Are you cheering for City, or are you change, uh, cheering for Inter? Uh, you know, I I like I like to see City and Pep win this, uh, only from the fact there's all sorts of sidebar stories to this and. You know, all the charges they're up to as well. But the bottom line is what he's put out there. This team deserves to win a treble. And I would like to see it happen myself. But it's not. I'm not huge on it, of course. I'd rather see West Ham win in the conference league, really. But (laughs) (laughs) big week for you. Yeah, you know, I really want to sit here on my soapbox and tell you that, yeah, I to hell with the English teams. I'm a Liverpool guy. I yeah. don't want to see them. But I, I will always have a little bit of a, a little bias towards the English teams, unless it's Manchester United. I never want to see them win. That's Ever. The one, so they're, that's your, the one they're, the, they're the line too far as United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, if they're cool. playing against anyone in Europe, then I want to see them lose 100%. But I will cover them without bias before everyone jumps at me. Okay. <laughs> but I put the fan hat on. Um, but yeah, I mean, this weekend, listen, I mean, Craig brings up the, the financial issues and, and it's fair. We, we should. They're being accused of some pretty serious crimes, but they haven't been charged, haven't been found guilty yet in this particular. And in the past, they've actually got out of punishment, right? So until mm. that happens, it's tough to say, well, guilty, but, you know, they're guilty until. Mm. That's not right. They're not guilty until they're found guilty, right? They're innocent until found guilty. So I would uh, think, look at say, Dan, in in the in England, the overall uh, feeling about this would be they would want Man City to lose this game, and certainly half of Manchester are are going to want them to lose this game. They will celebrate in Manchester if they lose this game, and they'll celebrate in Manchester if they win the game. Yeah, it's it's different. Jimmy, do you have a Prem bias? Do you have an English team bias? Uh, I, I like to see the English teams do well in European competitions because I'm a, I'm a fan of English football. I love the Premier League. So when those teams do go into these competitions, you know, for West Ham, I'd love to see West Ham win. I want to see Man City win because it's just it's good for the league. Do you have a line too far, a team too far? No, I don't. Okay. I don't. No. Because I was just thinking about the Boston, like I put out a tweet when the Boston Celtics lost last week, and I really get it shot in front. I love when Boston teams lose. They're the only city that I hate every sports team in there. So the Bruins, the Pats, the Celtics, I, the, I cannot cheer for any of them. The Bo Sox, I hate them. I hate them all with a passion. And I don't know where that came from. It's probably my Montreal bias for hockey first, mm-hmm. and then the you know all the whining about Babe Ruth and the curse of the Bambino for the Bo Sox, and then Tom Brady, how I hate him just because he's better than me and everything. 
right? <laughs> the perfect human being. Yeah. yeah. Him and what, about the, what, what about the revs? You must, do you hate the revs? I hate the New England Revolution. Hate them. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny, yeah. When teams are in the Stanley Cup across Canada, if a Canadian team's in it, you generally feel that, you know, people are like, oh, we're cheering for the Canadian team. Really? No. Really? Not Montreal. I don't even watch when Montreal got there. When Montreal got there. Yeah. Oh, like a few years ago? Yeah. You didn't yeah, share Montreal. Like, please, anyone but them, please. Once the Leafs are out, I don't even watch anymore. <laughs> like like the rest of Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately Hockey for our dog. friends. For some of our <laughs> friends. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll, I'll be honest, though. I mean, this weekend, City enter. When that final whistle blows emotionally I won't really give a shit either way I mean listen I'll be watching it kind of rooting for City a little bit but I like Inter Milan how can you not the underdog story as well and mm-hmm. you know I won't be you know going home and dwelling on on a result I, I there's really no skin in the game really um, I'll probably put it's money on the team I'll put money there'll be a bet I'll have for right. it and that'll be where my focus is and that'll but be it's funny because Craig and I we, we were cheering for Chelsea last year um, when we watched the, the the Champions League final, but what was interesting was is because they we not only were we kind of cheering them on, but they outplayed who they play Real last year, right? Madrid it was Real Madrid last year in the Champions League. Who won? Correct. <laughs> I know it's a long time ago, fellas. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> that was in the final last year. It was I'm Chelsea sure and Real was. Madrid. Holy <laughs> shit. Our brains, man. It was only a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> Are oh you looking God. it up, Sharps? Yeah. I used to tell, um, tell people year? at Sportsnet when we were working at Sportsnet, it's like we got so much to deal with. Like I could only dream of having like, you know, Major League Baseball or, you know, NHL, 30 team, whatever. Like we deal with every freaking league, women, men, Olympics under 20s under 17s world cups champions league europa league europa conference like what the fuck we can't remember i can't remember what happened last year i can't you don't know your password <laughs> to your computer i know <laughs> <laughs> holy shit it was in the conference league final last year conference league Oh my oh. God! These are By the nice. way, last year, fuck's sakes, last year Real Madrid beat Liverpool. Remember, like I remember was that quadruple Sorry. was on. Right. Of course they. Oh my God. How did we? Yeah, I know it's early Anyways, in the morning. My point is, Liverpool outplayed Real Madrid that entire match. So we were cheering for yeah. Liverpool, but they yeah. also outplayed them. So the 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 result seemed a little unfair. That's all. Yeah. So it was interesting to me that that resound like I remember that. But you, I mean, that that was the thing that Craig could cheer for Liverpool shows, you know, we just wanted, we were cheering for you, Sharks, too, a little bit. Yeah. Oh, stop it. That's, that's nice. We like, we like when you're happy. It's that plucky underdog story, right? (laughs) The little little team that could, Liverpool. (laughs) Right. Yeah, well, we'll see. You know, honestly, these days it does come down to where my money is. On, on any given day, and it might not be a result. It might be uh, you know a certain player to do well. I had Har- I, I put money on Harland to score and get a yellow card, and neither thing happened. I had Casemiro to get a yellow card, which is why I was so pissed off when that that wasn't given. Like, <laughs> oh, that's why. Right. Right. It was <laughs> ridiculous. Though. It. it was a leg breaker. It was instigated <laughs> by his bet. Had nothing to do about the actual yellow card. It was like that's a yellow. I had a five dollars on that one. Five dollars. 
<laughs> Always different when you got a bet on it. Yeah. Yep, very different. Um, hey, Alistair Johnston wins another trophy. He's been there for six months. He's won three trophies. <laughs> yeah. Not bad, huh? There's a great example. Go to a team that's guaranteed to win trophies. Like, I mean, you got a 50-50 chance to win the league. And he's been uh, winning the cup. He's been focused on too. Like he's getting a lot of press, right? Which is oh, great yeah. as a as a player. He's great in the press. Yeah, absolutely. He's great in the press and great yeah. in the press. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be nice if uh, you know one of the clubs in the Premier League we're talking about coming to snatch from. That would be really, really. Watch impressive. out, Craig. Be careful there because I I dared put a tweet out this weekend saying because there's a big rumors that um, Ange Postacoglu is going to be signing with Spurs. This mm-hmm. like this week, if not today, and my my tweet was simply it's a random thought. You know, if Postacoglu goes to Spurs, does he bring Johnston with him? He loves Johnston. Um, Spurs mm-hmm. right backs haven't been very good. Poro, Emerson Royale in pretty poor so far. Yeah. And my God, the Celtic Mafia came at me hard. I wasn't suggesting it will happen. I was saying. Would they consider it? Would, and listen, Jimmy, listen, Celtic is a nice gig, man. He is loved there too, yeah. right? Alex Johnson, he's only just arrived there. It's probably smart to stick around a little bit longer. But listen, if a team like Spurs came calling because your gaffer's gone there, it'd be very hard for him to say no, wouldn't it? Of course it would. Of course it'd be difficult. What, making five times, five times much more, more money is, would be hard? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, I'm, 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 a Celtic, I'm a Celtic fan, right? But... As a player, if that opportunity comes where a big club in the Premier Premier League is calling, you're gonna go. You're gonna go. More money, no, you're the best in the, the world. Uh, I'm gonna stay here on my few grand a week and turn down that, you know, quarter of a million a week salary because I love Celtic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, there's no rumors about this happening. I just asked a question. Um, but listen, when, when Postacoglu went to Celtic, he brought, you know, 15 players in with him. A lot of them mm-hmm. he knew from before. Um, he kept the same staff there, apparently. And he did just a great, great job, right? Back-to-back championships. Apparently, a guy that, that didn't have a huge reputation outside of Asia before he got there. He's just won over that club, that fan base, that league. Just doing a great, great job there. And uh, Spurs, very close to reportedly deciding him. So once again... A coach using Scotland as a, a stepping stone to bigger things. It's a guarantee, isn't it? It's almost a guarantee. You go up there and you crush that league and you get yourself a big move. Brendan Rodgers has done it. Martin O'Neill. Martin O'Neill. Your buddy there from Liverpool, Gerard. Yep. Sunis. Goes on and on and on. That guy, who was that guy? Oh, Sir Alex Ferguson. Well, he was he did it right, he? Is it? Yeah, European champion. Different era. <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Crazy. Uh Richie Larea. Um, his loan deal is up end of this month, TFC. And uh Mikey Sim was reporting that there's a very good chance they'll extend that deal. Um, which is better than buying it out and then having to uh renegotiate because the cap hits pretty good right now for TFC for Richie Larea. But you do wonder, you know, if Forrest decide to bring him back. At least for a look-see at some point. I would really love to see that. I'd like to see him get his opportunity. I don't think he would miss a beat. I think he'd be fine. I'm not sure what it is about Richie Larea that's stopping 
Cooper or anybody at that level uh, giving him that opportunity, but there's something for sure. But I'd really like to see it. I'd like to see him get that chance. Yeah, me as well. I'd like to see him try to get in the in the lineup at Forest, play in the Premier League. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I think he can. I think he's got all the, the attributes. He's a clever player. He's fast. You need pace playing at that level. And he loves to bomb up and down the line, which which suit mm-hmm. the way that they play as well. Yeah. So yeah. I would like to see him go back and compete and try to get in into that lineup. Arguably, well, sir, arguably TFC's player of the year so far, correct? No, 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 no. He, he is. He is. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's not much to choose from in fairness. <laughs> no, there's not. But, but uh, I mean, he's been the most consistent. He's been, uh, you know, uh, man of the match and making the weekly team of the team of the week in MLS. And he, I think he's made three or four of those. So, yeah, he's, sure. a good, he's in a pretty good position just from a personal standpoint. I think, you know, he wanted to try the European route and. It was looking good, and promotion into the Premier League from Nottingham Forest really didn't do any good, unfortunately. And they bought above them. But there's a bunch of players have left. A bunch of lone players have left. They've opened the doors again. But uh, he would have had that conversation with Nottingham, and he would have probably brought up the fact, Jimmy, that you know he would, you know, I want to come back and scrap. Is there, you know, but if there's no point, uh, tell me, I'll stay in MLS. You know, it's it's a difficult decision. But if they say no, you're not in our plans, then we'll uh, we'll look at keeping you at MLS. Yeah, yeah, that's a conversation he's going to have to have, and very, very soon, really. And find hey, Jimmy, out what any, any, any more rumors, Jimmy, about Steve Cooper? No, no, it's gone quiet for a while. Because I mean, they were, was it Palace he was being linked with, right? Yeah, it was linked with Palace, but I can't see him going anywhere now. They love him too much mm. at Forest. And he, I think he's the type that he's going to return that loyalty to them because they've been loyal to Cooper. He could have been fired That's like true. eight of the other bottom ten teams fired their coaches. So good for them. Uh, more, more rumors. Obviously, there's new rumors every day, but it seems, according to multiple outlets, that Alexis McAllister is very close to signing up with Liverpool, which makes me rather excited. First big signing of the offseason. And yeah. I, someone tweeted out his numbers this year and how they – were compared to Liverpool's best midfielders and he had most possession, most shots, most tackles, most chances created, most goals scored and the joint most assists up against Liverpool's best midfielders. So that's why they're going for him. Yeah. And we for him, right? I mean, listen, bro, we knew he was going to go. Yeah. I mean, we knew months and months back where we were talking saying that he's definitely going to go to a top club. But could I, he think join it's a good, I think it's a good fit. I think it's a good fit, Liverpool. Well, Klopp seems excited, right, about rebuilding this team now. And uh, maybe a year too late, but he's he's rebuilding it and it's new projects. And, uh, you know, he's, well, listen, he's, of course, he's saying all the right things now. What, is any manager that's kind of, you know, woe be me at the end of the season, looking into the next season, ain't going to last very long. You better be optimistic. <laughs> Was there ever a time when you, you went to camp in, say, July, and already you thought, ah, <laughs> it's going to be a shit season? <laughs> Did that happen? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I remember telling you that story about Razor Ruddick and 
after we had finished fifth in the Premier League, Harry was standing there first day of preseason before a long, big run, and at this park somewhere, East London, and uh, he's like, "Let's had a great season last year. We can go better. I think we can win the league." And Razor, everything's silent. And all you hear Razor is like. <laughs> <laughs> he starts laughing. <laughs> and Harry's like, what? The, who was who that? Who was that? Razor, that's your problem. That's your problem. Uh, he was like, no, we need another fucking 10 players, Harry. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Jimmy? Like, what was it? Were we ever like in like really sad, depressed state in preseason? No, like, you know, some, yeah, sometimes if you, you finish mid table or just below and, and then you come back into preseason, you're expecting to see some new new faces, and you don't really see any. Here we go again, another grind. <laughs> this isn't helpful at all. Yeah. Same faces. Yeah. Actually, one sometimes, young, one y- sometimes you have less than you had before, because you've just yeah. like Brighton. Like I mean, let's face it, Brighton comes back, and they're like, "Oh, we had this great. Imagine if we could just kept these guys." And we were the same at West Ham. Imagine if we could have kept Michael Carrick and. Rio Ferdinand, Frank Lampard, and Glenn Johnson, and on and on it goes. Like it just, if you could have held on to them, what could have been, you know? But yeah, money talks. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Um, do you guys watch the uh, Women's Champions League final? What a match that was! Barca being Wolfsburg three two, Wolfsburg up two nothing <laughs> in the first half, and then I mean, this defending, this bad defending, and then there's Wolfsburg in that second half. I know Barca came at them hard, Craig, but yeah. holy shit, they let that one get away. Yeah, I, I was shocked, actually, because, I mean, Wolfsburg played a pretty good first half. They scored fairly early, too. Uh, long-range strike. Goalkeeper probably should have done better. Uh, but breaking out 2 nothing was a bit of a surprise. But you had to expect something better from Barcelona in the second half. And holy cow, they came out. I, I thought they were going to be 4-2 up in, like, within 15 minutes. Mm. But they scored too quick, 2-2, two, two, and then they go on in a 20-3-2. So good for them. Great football. They play a nice style, good brand. Man, they're a good side. Both sides technically very, very good. The top end of the women's game at club level has just gone leaps and bounds as far as standard goes. And I love the way they play, although Barcelona did actually pour in their own defensive third as well. Actually, they talked about that long-range first goal was a giveaway in the defensive area under pressure from Wolfsburg, won it, and uh, uh, they got uh, a little better second half, obviously, but good for Barcelona. Yeah, more complete domination by them once again. Very impressive indeed. Um, mm. TFC, hey, did you see this coming, TFC? They, they're up 1-0 late in a game, and then they concede <laughs> late in a game. Holy crap, Jimmy, more drop points, and, and a game that was right there for the taking. Yeah. I mean, you have to feel sorry for them. You just do because I don't think you can judge effort or they, 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 they seem to be playing for their manager right now. But just to concede again late, it's got to just destroy a club from within, hasn't it? Yeah, it does. It just couldn't hold on to that lead, could they? And you could see towards the end, in the last 15 minutes or so, Minnesota really started pressing, getting forward, balls into the box. And and then obviously you're conceding in the last few minutes. That was, it was heartbreaking for them because I, I, I thought – this could be the match where they're going to get something here. 
and they didn't play bad. They played well, but they just kind of lost their their way towards the end there a little bit and let Minnesota take too much control. Yeah, it's disappointing. Obviously, you take a draw beforehand. I mean, you're getting a draw. In Minnesota yeah. is not a let's face it but when you're that close to picking up three points and we know what three points in this league can do it looks so much better on the league standing when you, you jump up but it's a doggy dog league uh, other than a few yeah. teams uh, that are doing really well everybody else is beating everybody this on any given night it's close yeah well the thing is too i think you know that that was a game where they would have wanted to win big time because then it just settles a lot of things that are going on behind the scenes and then obviously conceding in the last last few minutes of the match, you end up coming away with a draw. It just gets the critics back up again, doesn't it? It does. And, and I mean, you know, Bradley was trying stuff, right? He moved Bernadeschi central towards the end, trying to get him and, and Insigne to link up together more. I wish, you know, limited success there, but you can see why he tried it. Um, but a win yeah. would have been huge. You would have put them above Montreal because <laughs> Montreal lost, right? <laughs> Now there's a point back. Just shows, I mean, this is a bit of a crazy season narrative-wise, isn't it? Uh, just every week's just a different mindset, it seems, in Montreal in particular and TFC going back and forth, back and forth. Um, for our standpoint, you know, we, we want to try and keep TFC close to Montreal. Otherwise, dubs will be just unbearable. So I guess in that regard, point gained. <laughs> <laughs> Vancouver tied as well, right? This weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're one nil down as well, I believe. So. Yeah. Yeah. Back to your point, Craig. They're in. They're in sixth place now. Like, they were out of the playoff. They were out of the playoffs. You know, top eight, and all of a sudden they put, I guess, a good six weeks of work in. And got results, and they're in sixth place, looking pretty strong. Yeah, no, they are. They're performing. They're performing well. They're playing some some decent football, that's for sure. They are, and then they've got a big match as well coming up this week against Montreal in the Canadian Championship final. Is it Wednesday, right? Yeah. Yeah, huge one. Um, CPL. Rivalry week, Jimmy. Rivalry week. Cavs, they tie Forge 1-1. Uh, Cavalry with a 94th minute goal from Menrikar James, of all people. Um, Vancouver fell 6-3 to Pacific. Ottawa. It was a hockey game. Beat Wanderers 2-0, yep. And York tied again, right? Yes, they did. York, York drew, they were up. Baller scored in the second half there to, to, to tie things up. But there was actually Hamilton scored for a forge. In the last, yeah, in the 94th oh, was minute. Sorry, was it? Yeah. What I, what Becker, I, have, I don't know. Becker, Becker crossed it in. Great delivery yeah. into the box. And then Jordan Hamilton just got a little touch on it towards the end. So they finished 1-1. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. And then the Cavs, Cavs needed a win, obviously, to keep the keep pressure on, on Forge. He's at top of the table with Pacific and so the draw wasn't good enough for them. And then York, York was playing well, up 1-0. I think it was Mo Babouli ended up getting a goal, and then they conceded, which brought uh, Valor back into the game. So they picked up a point there. There were some decent games over the over the weekend, that's for sure, in the CPL. Yeah, it's tight right now. I mean, Forge in first place, a point up on Pacific. York in third now on 13 points. 
Um, and Cavalry in fourth on nine, tied with Valor. And then Ottawa slowly making ground after a real bad start to the season. Uh, a point up on Vancouver with Halifax Wanderers on six in last yes. place overall. But that's, uh, a, still- that's, a, that's a funny situation too with Halifax. I don't understand what they're doing over there. They still haven't won a game. Nine games. Nine games without winning. It's and it doesn't look like they're going to win soon anyway, at all. Got six goals that they've only scored out of the eight games, conceded 11. Meanwhile, League one, meanwhile, League One talent are, are playing for a million dollars in the soccer tournaments. This is amazing, Craig. Like this tournament, I mean, I didn't know really anything about it until last week or so. Uh, this 7v7. Um, variety of clubs from around the world, some big names out there as well. But in the end, two basically two teams that no one had heard of get to the final. They came up just short in the end, the Canadian yeah. team. But uh, it, it, fun football to watch. Excellent. Excellent. It was really enthralling, actually. I, I didn't know much about it either. Uh, Dero was playing in it. Steve Nash was playing in it. They had a bunch of... Some teams, MLS All-Star teams made up. Uh, US, U.S. women's uh, team put a team out. They didn't fare too well. That was Wrexham beat them 12-0 in 40 minutes of play. Yeah, it wasn't uh, too too great for them. But these Canadian teams, I mean, Wolves had a team. West Ham had a team. Oh, they, you know, Most of them are bringing over old legends. Even Wrexham, Lee Trundle played. Yeah, <laughs> Trundle. Trundle. The guy's 46 years of age. He's built like a brick shit house. And playing against the women, he was just—he was literally like Shaquille O'Neal holding them off. He would just play it up to them; they couldn't get around. <laughs> he was just <laughs> battering them with his power and strength. But in the end, these two teams are unlikely to get to the final. Um, yeah, League One players—a uh, couple had CPL experience, futsal experience, which is very important in the tight quarters, and that worked really well for seven v seven. I'm sure the promoters didn't uh, exactly want these two teams in the final of basically ringers basically that they brought in um but yeah they fell short and they got a, they got outplayed in the final the best team did win but good for them a million bucks take winner takes all that was a really really well well done tournament lots of fun elsewhere zlatan ibrahimovic retires 41 Huge. years of age wow yeah. What? How would you? I don't know how to describe Ibra. I mean, he became maybe the biggest character in world, world soccer, world sport, perhaps, and it almost overshadowed the brilliance of the player. I mean, he's one of the greats of his generation. He's won more trophies than I think anyone mm-hmm. or close to it. Wherever he went, he won league titles. Mm-hmm. Um, but that personality just almost overshadowed. The footballer, which is incredible, given how how wonderful a footballer he was. Yeah, you, you know, it, you're right. He's won everywhere: Holland, France, Italy. Uh, didn't win in the U.S. right in MLS. I don't think. Although he scored his 500th goal in Toronto. Yeah. What a goal it was! Too. And what a goal it was! Incredible character. Yeah, and you can just see, you know, the reception he got there on the pitch on the weekend was amazing, and it's just. A guy that I think deep down he felt I think he could play forever. I think he's like, oh, I'll just keep going and going. But 
every time gets to everybody eventually, but it's amazing how long he's actually gone. And for him to leave Major League Soccer, where you think that's pretty much it for him, mm-hmm. and to go back over to Europe and do as well as he did for a couple more years is uh, exceptional. Exceptional. Yeah. yeah. What a legend. Legend. Just that, that, that likable arrogance about him, right? He knew it was going you know, going just so far beyond the, the, the realms of normalcy that you knew it was just in, in fun, I think, a lot of it. I think probably a really decent guy, but he just played it so beautifully. That character, he was a character, right? He was a character. Right. And I, I don't know what the real Eber's like. You read his book. It's a really good book, actually. Mm-hmm. I Am Zlatan, it's called. Um, and, and yeah, obviously he's got pretty large ego, but it's, I don't know, he seems very likable. I think it'd be a great teammate to have. Yeah, there I'm is really curious. Likeable about that arrogance with him, isn't there? Most people, I don't like it, but he's almost tongue in cheek with it a little bit. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's exactly. It's a piss take when he. Yeah, it is. It when he when he like puts on Twitter and will you know, uh, basically say to a team he's playing, don't worry, Ibra is arriving soon, or you know, they do this all the time, or take out a full page ad in a newspaper saying you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> in Los Angeles, <laughs> I love it. Or was it, was it LeBron James that sent him a jersey and he signed it and sent it back to LeBron James? <laughs> I think it may have been. <laughs> oh, it's great. You know what? That whole Ted Lasso storyline with Zava, I mean, it's a terrible storyline. It didn't work at all, but um, clearly based on Ibra. <laughs> yeah. It really was. Yeah, it was kind of a mix, I think. It was like Ibra, Decanio, you know, that sort of type. Yeah. yeah, Ronaldo thrown in there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like you, in that storyline too, they—I'm not going to ruin it for people—but um, there is some reverence. Did you ever play with anyone that you had to show that much reverence to? Was Decanio like that? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Was like you—you you gave him his space, and you're—you know—even yeah. though you're smoking a butt with him, it's not. Decanio didn't smoke. That was the alley. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and Forrest. Yeah, Decanio. Decanio was at that way. Decanio put himself in a higher. I mean, we all know he was crazy. We get that, but he put himself in a higher ledge than the rest of you. Uh, I think so. I think so. Yeah, he knew how. No, he wasn't one of the boys. He wasn't one of the. It wasn't like, hey, we're all going out for a pint. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was kind of a piss taker with it too, you know. With the, you know, that everybody loved the way he, he went about things. But if he was uh, in a sorely mood, he would stay well clear of him. But did he, he have a throne th- in the locker room? Was his like locker he, bigger than everyone else's and, and higher? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. He didn't expect anything else more for himself, but <laughs> he was boxed off. you, Jimmy? Any, any, uh, anyone that you can think of that you played with? Or against even who just you could tell they saw themselves as being better than the rest. No, not really. Not 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 as much as what Ibra was. Nobody nobody like that. <laughs> <laughs> be like Wonger on this show, right? He insists on being a little bit taller. He's got to be in that top yeah. corner. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Need my tech issues. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Kareem Benzema. He's leaving Real Madrid. 
probably off to Saudi Arabia. Another one there. Everyone is going to Saudi Arabia. Footy Prime brought to you by the government of Saudi Arabia. Yeah. <laughs> we'll wash the sports washing. Holy shit. It's 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 becoming it's working so it's going mainstream that they can is it working that. do you think do you think it's working yes yes yeah. yes yeah. absolutely it's working all of those look the live golf tour all of the mma fights that are happening there all the boxing fights formula all one. in the part of me Craig? formula one formula one of course no, I, I know they're attracting the biggest names and biggest sports i get all that but is it actually enhancing their reputation as a country um, well, acceptability equals enhancement, I would, I would think. Less press about certain things. You know, this is all the whole point of this sports washing. It's the, the quiet control that you have over uh, people being able to say things because they can't all of a sudden, right? It would be like us. You know, it's kind of what they wanted to do with probably the Women's World Cup with the, the Saudi Tourism Board was so people wouldn't talk. I mean, women's soccer is much more vocal about a lot of things, um, and uh, rightly so. And um, they were, you know, that was probably a bit of a plan. Let's let's make this Saudi tourism board. Let's sneak it in here under a multi multi million dollar sponsorship, and then no one can bash Saudi Arabia for six weeks. So I don't know. I think it is working. Right? It's a long play, though, too, right? It's a long play. It's just oh, know, yeah. keep normalizing the, the nation with these sporting events. Eventually, the idea, I guess, is that, oh, well, you just, well let's just accept it. Let's move on. Let's... Just think of Qatar. You know, the, 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 the great media Qatar has gotten just by running a very tight tournament and an enjoyable tournament. Fan fests. Let's be honest. There were fan fests. They were fan fests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we'll get, we'll see. I don't know. I, I think most, lots of people still have a little bit of suspicion at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Around Saudi Arabia. But at the same time, no one, I, I, we said before, we can't blame Kareem Benzema or Ronaldo yeah. or if Messi goes. You can't blame them for following that kind of money. I think Modric I would, was, uh, sure uh, has been yeah. offered something. Has he? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So Why don't like they, make it, they should make it an over 40s league. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Ebra, there you yeah. go. They must have approached Ebra, right? You would think. It is. That personality? It's, they're all being put out to graze in Saudi Arabia. Like Battle of the Network Stars. If anybody... There's no grass there. <laughs> what are they grazing on? The grass grows anywhere if there's water, water on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, anything else you want to get to, boys? Before we uh, yeah, say look at farewell? your private chat, Sharms, Ooh. just so you you know. Well, what by the way, Le- Leon won the Concacaf Champions League. Oh yeah, they beat LA Galaxy LA, or LA Yeah. MLS struggled to get to actually win that Champions League, don't they? They once, haven't they? That's it, I think. And they talk about where the MLS is on the pecking order of world soccer. It's like, well, let's try to be the best in our region first. You know, before we start talking about where you sit mm-hmm. in the actual one of five football leagues, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. not even the best in the region. So, well, we're back on Wednesday, and uh, it's actually a midweek edition of News and Dubs. Dubs can't make it on Friday, so she's joining us on Wednesday. We'll get you set up for the Canadian Championship. Speaking of uh, Concacaf, as well as the Conference League Final, Craig, which is a biggie, 
a biggie for you personally. And it's a biggie for West Ham. It's enormous. Up yeah. against. They're going to have a bubble machine, bubble making machine at the, the dog and dog and bear, is it? Oh, is that what they, oh, down in Toronto. Yeah. Is that what their plan is? To have a bubble machine so they can, what's the song that uh, West Ham? We're, what's forever blowing bubbles. Forever blowing bubbles. Right. Yeah. Remember the old Michael Jackson joke, right? <laughs> I did. I know. Yeah. I did. <laughs> Michael Jackson and West Ham got in common. <laughs> Yeah. They're always blowing <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> oh, oh, bubbles. Wrong. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a right joke. It's off color. But yeah, I'm just yeah. saying that was yeah. the joke that ran the schoolyards of England Someone, back in the somewhat 1980s. Bestial. Somewhat bestial. <laughs> uh, can Champ, by the way, Fubo. That's where you can catch it, courtesy one soccer. FuboTV.com slash footy prime. Subscribe. And get on there right now. Lots of football this summer, including Nations League. We've got Gold Cup, of course. And later this summer, of course, we've got the... And Jimmy Women's Brennan World all Cup. over it too, right? Yeah. Oh, it should be called the Brennan Network at this point. Yeah. Jesus. All right. Well, until Wednesday, enjoy uh, what football you get to watch. Uh, less and less these days. As we're ticking down to the end of the season. Although the season never really ends at all. But anyway, till Wednesday, Dubs, we're coming for you. Bye. Keep buying newspapers. Follow us on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG. Oh, let's go. Booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. Booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking bitch and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty. It's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty. It's time to get this body started With Danny, Jimmy, Gregor, and the Jimmy, JC All we know and all we talk about is booty, booty It's time to get this body started tonight